0: I'd like to begin this week's podcast by saying a few words about capitalism.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Just kidding. But I do think about capitalism a lot. Do you know that?
1: Yeah, I can tell.
0: If my mind wanders for a little bit or if I'm in the shower or something, Mm -hmm. often, I'm thinking about capitalism.
1: I'm thinking about space and time, man.
0: No, you're not. Are Mm you? Do you? No. Yeah. Well, like, what about them?
1: Time is interesting. Okay. Sometimes I think about ghosts mm-hmm. and how, what if ghosts are just, like, humans from back then, but mm-hmm. they're like, there's like a, a break in time Oh, and they can, like, come through our time right? and they're just little, like, pieces of, of time that just kind of, yeah, pass over.
0: That's actually very interesting and I don't think it's all that far-fetched either. I think there's a big philosophical school of thought that... The soul, which mm-hmm. I think a ghost would be made up of, right? Yeah. The spiritual energy of the human person exists outside of time. Yeah. So like your corporeal body, the one you're in right now, your soul ghost is like trapped in it. So mm-hmm. it has to experience time literally. But once it dies and the soul is released, it gets to, exp- it is outside of time. And time doesn't exist that. in some afterlife.
1: Yeah. Theories. So interesting. Well, think about energy too.
0: About ghost energy?
1: And how there's no way to get rid of energy. That's this always exists. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, like, when you have someone walk into a room, you can feel their energy. Mm. Like, if I'm grumpy, mm-hmm. you know immediately, mm. usually, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, fuck, fuck off, Jenny, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, that's a similar feeling, say, if you live in, like, a haunted house. Like, for me, sometimes I get that feeling where I'm like, someone's in here, I can feel an energy, and it just doesn't disappear. So when someone dies, where does that energy go? So that's mm. why I, I believe in ghosts.
0: Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Anyway... Um, if I'm a ghost, I don't want to hang around the same, no offense to your house, yeah, crappy house hey. for the next hundred million years, <laughs> right? If I get to be a ghost and I'm like, oh, I'm no longer bogged down by this uh, limited physical form, I'm going to fly around the universe.
1: I don't think they have that um, that power to do that. I think they're kind of like, oh, this is what I got dealt. I guess I'm living in this house, moving color forever, you know? <laughs>
0: Not me, not this ghost. No,
1: you're you're gonna outsmart at everything. Oh,
0: really? yeah. What's interesting about that is, why don't I just do that now?
1: Yeah. Why don't you
0: travel and whatever? Right. Yeah. Cause you don't know, want to
1: know why. Why?
0: I'm afraid I won't be able to find like a Tim Hortons in Italy or something. If I travel. that's why. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I, was like, oh, I won't be
0: it's able. It's really to. Like, it down. Uh, yeah. Like I don't. I don't know if I'll have enough money. Uh, the ghosts don't need money. That's the other thing too, right? Yeah. Travel. If you if money was no option, wouldn't you just travel endlessly?
1: They aren't tied down to things like, you know,
0: society, mm-hmm. capitalism. Okay.
1: There we go. Full this circle. brings
0: me back to capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not such a good thing anymore. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about capitalism another day. Um, also, some other things. That was a good way to really uh, headily start the podcast. Mm-hmm. Some very dumb things that literally every radio DJ on planet fucking Earth talked about this week. Mm-hmm. Where We didn't get around to them because we really did have busy shows with like other more important things going on. Which always frustrates me because I like talking about dumb things, too. I know, and then
1: I got mad at you, and I'm sorry. It's
0: okay. They are dumb things, and I appreciate that. You got mad because I wanted to leave work (laughs) to go and buy bagels because the big story this week was somebody cuts bagels instead of horizontally, like, vertically and makes, like, a bunch of mini bagel toast crackers out of them.
1: I think that's good for, like, sharing with people, but that's it. You know? Yeah. More slices, but that's it. I think It's stupid.
0: I just wanted to leave the work to go get bagels because, goddamn, do I love bagels.
1: I knew that's what it was all about. I was like, okay, so I'll just do the show and you go run that errand. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
0: This is what I've been encouraged to do, Jen. You don't understand. <laughs> I <laughs> know. Johnny wants me to leave work. I know. He keeps on pushing me to do that. <sighs> oh, he's trying to make me into a stunt errand, boy. That's <laughs> great for me and yeah, my yeah, self-esteem. Yeah. But um, anyway, so there's that. But I uh, want to try it at least. Want okay. at least try the bagel thing? If you yeah. toast them all up, it's like it's like crackers, like that. Yeah. So it's the more surface area for spreadage. I kind of. I get bought that. you a bagel, by the way, today. Did you? Did you see it? Is that what's on my desk? That's what's on your desk. You cute Because I'm
1: sorry for for being mad at you. You didn't have to be sorry. Yeah, that's so nice and cute. No, I got you a a sweet bagel from Fantastico. Oh, which I think is like cinnamon the cinnamon one, the cinnamon bagel from Mount Royal or whatever. Yeah. And then it has like orange cream cheese, which (laughs) I don't know. That sounds gross to me, but maybe it's good. That's
0: so nice and sweet of you. You didn't have to do that. No, it's okay. Oh my god, Jack. Of
1: course. I needed one too. With all that bagel talk, I, I got myself one too.
0: And another the dumb thing we didn't talk about this week was side of the bed you sleep on with your partner and there's this story going around about this one person who switches like night to night. Hmm. Just whoever gets to bed first just picks what side they would like to be on that particular night and they bring their pillows and they're bringing their book and they don't fight about it. It's just that's the way it is. Now, people are so upset about this. Hmm. It seems like madness and anarchy to most people. You included, right? No.
1: I don't think that's anarchy. I switch sides of the bed quite often. But there is a side that I prefer because Mm. I get up earlier and we have our bed against the wall because I have a weird room. Right. So I like to sleep on the edge because I don't want to, like, crawl over him. And he's a light sleeper, too. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll sleep on the edge and then that. But actually yesterday I tested it out and I was like, hey, do you care what side you sleep on? Mm. And he was like, nope, doesn't matter to me. He was like... Well, I already have my pillow here, so I'll just sleep here. Is that cool? I was like, yeah, that's fine. And we just continued, yeah, like a regular night. Nothing was different. But I do notice also, if I am on the inside, Mm -hmm. I always try and navigate myself towards the edge of the bed because I like my legs like hanging off sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. So I find that if I'm on the inside, I end up pushing Peter off the bed.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I'm the opposite. If I'm like up against a wall in a bed, I like to be right up against it. And mm. whoever's else is in the bed, they may have the entire rest of the bed. Go, 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 go. I don't want you. I want yeah. the wall. The
1: wall's nice and cold. I do like that. Isn't that
0: yeah. nice? Yeah. Um, but mostly I sleep in a bed that's like in the middle of the room with like yeah. the, you know, the double nightstand thing. You know what I've always found? This is weird. When I thought about it, when I went back, no matter who I was sleeping with, what the person was or what the situation was or the room setup, or whatever it was, or like from house to house and moving around. Yeah, hotel. It didn't matter. Yeah, hotel. Doesn't matter what side I'm on. Like, it's not like I need the person to be on my left. Yeah. Or whatever. It always had to do with I am always closer to the window. Weird. Yeah.
1: Why is that? So you get a quicker escape if someone comes in the
0: house? I think it's... No, it's to defend. Oh, if some sure. If a ninja comes no. in the room, I have a samurai sword next to my bed, <laughs> and I must do my duty and defend the house. <laughs> I or I'll be the first one who's murdered more likely I'll sleep <laughs> yeah. through be the house being broken into yeah. but someone comes in through the window murders me first and then my partner is the one who can go like ah, and run away
1: that's nice that's a nice thought is that r- true? Well actually why you're by the window? Do you think about that a lot?
0: Also, I don't care about lights when the sun comes up and the sun keeps beaming on in. Yeah. I, it doesn't affect me, and I'm so huge that I create a light barrier. Shadow. Yeah, a shadow. The person <laughs> I'm living with can sleep in my shadow of wow. the mountain. Oh, that you're is You're so
1: selfless. Yeah. That's so nice. Thank you. Way to go.
0: Well, thanks for the bagel.
1: Hey, no worries. And
0: thanks you for listening.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, love you for that. And please uh, leave a review and subscribe to this podcast and spread it around because we're pretty happy with how it's going, I think. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. And like how many people are listening to it. So nice. let's increase that. Thank mm-hmm. you. And enjoy this week's show. What's up, dude? We're here together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice to be back in the afternoons with you.
0: Yeah. Nice to have you back. Really nice. nice.
1: Yeah. i uh, got some... Sad news over the weekend uh, that Rock the Shores made the very difficult decision to not come back for 2019. Um, they're not entirely sure what you know the future holds for this event, but uh, yeah, it was a good run. It was a good run.
0: It was a good run. I was looking back at some favorite memories. I can't believe that it was only year two that we got Weezer. Mm. on that stage that's incredible
1: Chris the first year was tragically hip was it not
0: yeah and that was a massive uh, one as well that really kicked it off so with the lightning storm Mm -hmm. and Sam Roberts and everything I had to cut his set short and then the hip just played through it because clearly Gore Downey has power over the elements he knew it was like (laughs) going to be fine and everything that was really cool Um, the I think maybe the biggest year was 2015 when the Black Keys and Jane's Addiction that was huge headlines and uh, but every year just the the lineups were so much fun there was so much for everybody
1: Brian Wilson
0: just la- just last year okay but we were talking about our favorite moments too and mm-hmm. like we were talking about oh one year you caught a crazy ride home in a van full of strangers right
1: <laughs> yeah I walked into like a classic white van that was just going downtown and crossed my fingers and it worked out. <laughs>
0: And one of my favorite memories, I have lots of memories of like hanging around and palling around. And similarly, I one time got like ropes into a limo. It was like me and our friend Morgan's dude. And then like a, the other, it was full of these uh, women going downtown as well. Like that was one year for me. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. that was really crazy and fun. Were, didn't you end up
1: naked on top of something one yes, year? I,
0: yeah, of course I did. Of course. <laughs> yes, that was last year. Yes, I was naked for a little bit. What big one? But that's what I'm trying to thinking right now, too. It's like, yes, as a music festival, it is a shame. Yeah. But so many of the good memories we have around it are kind of... Community-based. Yeah. yeah. Just we're out having a good time.
1: Just brought so many people together.
0: Yeah. And so there's other stuff to do, you know? Like, we'll mm-hmm. all mourn it. It's a sad thing that we don't get this big, gigantic touchstone in the middle of our summer. But there's plenty of fun to be had. Of course. And I can get up on top of stuff and <laughs> it? drop trowel <laughs> any old time during the summertime. Take that in your heart. The good uh, times were in your hearts <laughs> and in your bathing suit pants all along. Oh, remember when
1: the Black Keys played Rock the Shores?
0: Yeah. That was a good time. That was a good time. What were
1: you saying about a rumor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard a rumor. Yeah. There was some funny business happening under the stage. People were doing hanky-pankies under the stage during the black years. Absolutely. I wish I could say that I did oh, any that's hanky wild. business under the Just under a stage. rumor, though. It's
1: just a rumor at this just point. It's a rumor, but Ooh. I want to believe
0: that. <laughs> I have never said that on the radio, Jen. I always <laughs> held it under my hat.
1: That's why I'm here. Good. Cry things out of you. <laughs> and right now we have Tamara on the line. I met my husband, who obviously
2: wasn't my husband at the time, but I met him at Rock the Shores in 2013, so it's been awesome going back every year that it's been going on, just kind of as a, a meat anniversary kind of date weekend. Oh, yeah,
0: that's so, so sweet. Tell us the story, yeah. like how did it all happen? Were you standing in the beer line together? or No,
2: we were just in the crowd um, during Sam Roberts and just basically just started chatting. And then we went and grabbed a beer and a piece of pizza and we were probably together for all of like 20 minutes and then lost each other for the rest of the day. <laughs> and then just ran into each other randomly like in the crowd when like everyone was leaving the site at the end of the night Aww. and then he asked for my number and then all all that was history oh my wow. god married and expecting a baby <laughs>
1: wow
0: congratulations, congratulations.
1: yeah thanks. that's amazing so now that you know rock the shores is in there for you to celebrate your anniversaries what what's what are you gonna do yeah i don't
2: know we were we were just actually talking about this last night because we we're so disappointed but, our baby's due in May, so we'll, we'll have a pretty special little baby. So you'll you'll be busy, to, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: true.
1: <laughs> maybe have to head up to or something. There you go. Yeah, it's not too far yeah. after.
0: I don't think yeah. they like locked those fields down at the Juan de Fuca Center. So just maybe like a little picnic <laughs> and some right. champagne, you know. Yeah. They're not going to chase you off of there. Two lovebirds sharing a, a, a little finger snacks or whatever. That would be
2: fun, but I think I'd miss out on the live music part of it.
1: Well, we'll hire oh, Jesse no. Roper or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of Jesse Roper show. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, poli- the best weekend because of that big apple announcement because like you have your apple watch on there did they send you a little notification a little tickle saying paul we got a thing for you yes a little announcement yes they do because you just love apple yeah you got your apple tv at home you probably watched it on that i did yeah and then you called your friend on your iphone yes yes and what do you think of all the uh announcements
0: i'm gonna get them
1: you're gonna get them all yeah okay so one of the main ones
0: Okay, so what they debuted today was new TV, gaming, and news services, as well as a credit card. So this is Apple looking at all their customers, like me included, and being Mm -hmm. like, hey, you like our stuff, do you? And you already portion out a part of your yearly salary. Like, built into my budget, Jenny, is new gizmos. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yes, that I will buy for myself. Yeah. Now, and they're already having success with their Apple Music service, which I already pay $10 a month for. Right. They want more of my money every single month. Yeah. Every month. Cut us a check for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. So they want you to sign up for these news services hmm. and TV. And they're going to, um, they're not going to create the news. They're just going to curate it, which let me say it to their credit. They did a good thing. They were like, we don't pick stories based on how many clicks or likes these things are going to get. We choose the stories based on the integrity of the journalism. Cool. In this day and age, that is something we direly need in the news cycle. Okay. So that's something. Um, They also want to create TV content, which is like, there's already too much of that, please. (laughs) I don't need anything. I don't want a new thing from Oprah, but okay. Thank you. Um, They want (laughs) to make a credit card.
1: This one's interesting. So this by the summer they're expecting that it's going to be available in the states, right? Like everywhere. Uh-huh. Like you'll be able to it'd be like Visa, Mastercard, American Express, oh an Apple card. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. But I'm thinking about it like that's just going to be like holding your money until you get to spend the money. On those products, on their own <laughs> products, they're just holding the money before they you give them the money.
0: <laughs> yeah, do you think they come? <laughs> you might to as you? well
1: just give them the money straight
0: I out. Know, <laughs> I know. It's like, and if they, I wonder if they have a little alerts too. Like some yeah. banks do that. They're like, hey, you're spending a lot of money. Do you think Apple would be like, hey, you spent too much money on Apple? Apple? Stuff? No, they wouldn't. No, they never would. No. I suppose. Huh? <laughs> um, so none of these things, to be really honest. I don't need more subscription services in my life. Mm-hmm. That's enough. So, but uh, if they are appealing to you, there's also a game service as well. You can subscribe and play a bunch of games. Interesting. So, there's something for people, but uh, not for me, but thanks, anyways, Jen.
1: Mm. I remember when we used to go out and help people in their U Haul trucks move for the Zone Selfless Summer Civic. We did that a couple that of times. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, U Haul. The classic, like, moving company. Uh, That's were- what we
0: did. We drove around town just looking for U-Hauls. That's it, yeah. And then when we found one, we would drive up behind and them like, and scare oh. them. I would jump out like a <laughs> maniac. Like,
1: do you need help moving? And they were like, They'd no, don't like, touch my stuff.
0: Go, go, go. Just drive away <laughs> from this crazy man.
1: Yeah, we thought it was a good thing to do. I think it was. Uh, But U-Haul recently came out with this migration survey and they said that Victoria ranks second on one of the top Canadian destinations of uh, U-Haul users. So they look at one-way trips, right? Right. So from different parts of Canada, people are taking one-way trips to Victoria and just moving here.
0: So that's what they're extrapolating from that information. That's pretty much what they're getting out of that.
1: Yeah, Um, Kingston, Ontario was number one on that list. And I can see why. You know, it's close to Toronto. Mm. Kind of the same vibe as Victoria, Beautiful little town.
0: Kingston's a dump. They probably just drove there and just like <laughs> abandoned their stuff.
1: But these sort of Just kidding,
0: Kingston's nice. Sorry. <laughs> these sort of Somebody's listening from Kingston right now are gonna be like, how oh, dare you.
1: My whole family's from there. Yeah, it's nice. hmm Um, but these sort of articles kind of get me like, okay, guys, enough about this Victoria talk. I know. You know? Let's let's start. Spreading some rumors that Victoria isn't a great place to, to live.
0: Oh, uh, you don't want to move here. We're right near the ocean, and sometimes the breeze comes up, and you can just... You can really smell ocean. It could be a little too breezy. You don't want that. Yeah. You don't want that. There's,
1: like, way too many flowers here. Like, it's way oh my too God, many, my like, allergies. allergies. Yeah, yes. really God, bad. Awful.
0: Bloomingest city in all the oh, country. Oh, Get gross. rid. Who Ugh. needs?
1: I hate flowers.
0: Oh, my God. I went up for a hike... At the Goldstream Trestle this weekend, oh, no. yes, gorgeous world class hikes or a 15 minute drive away from your home. But uh, I got up on that trestle and you could have died. It's scary up there. There's no railings. That's spooky. I was thing. a tour terrified of it.
1: Yeah, that's too spooky. You know, it's like safe some places to bike in those lanes that they made. Right. Yeah, so that's not good.
0: And then if you don't bike, then you feel bad about. It.
1: Then you're going to be angry about like the you're bike lanes. Lazy. Yeah, you you're, always have that anger cloud above you. Uh, oh,
0: this this city is an absolute—it's oh, terrible garbage fire. Do not move here, please.
1: What movie was it that you were trying to buy tickets for?
0: Oh uh, well, today we were thinking about Avengers, but there, you can't buy tickets for that Avengers movie yet. But they did come out and say what the how long the movie is going to be. Yeah, Th- over three hours. What? Three hours and two minutes. Do
1: they have like a intermission? That's a long time to be sitting. Okay,
0: we've been talking about this in our Geek Pod for a long time. Yes, if a movie is even two hours plus, give an intermission. This used to always be the way during the old-timey movies, right? Old-timey movies? They would cut the movie in half. Because I think back then it was more of a point of like they had to switch the reels out or whatever. Right.
1: But I mean, if you're sitting there eating and drinking for three hours, you know? You have like popcorn and soda.
0: Do you know me, Jen? Look how many cups I have next to me at all times. I I have a spicy water. I have a normie water. And I got a coffee at all times. Yeah, I'm like that in the movie theater as well.
1: You're paying good money to see it. You know, you don't want to miss it by going to the bathroom, so.
0: Apparently, Kirsten James from the Weekend Zone.
1: Wears a diaper when she goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just pees and poos herself right <laughs> sitting there in the theater. we all got to sit next to her Start just smelling Start the Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. she said out. Apparently, there's an app you can get. Yeah. That uh, will uh, alert you to times in the movie, spoiler free, that <gasps> is kind of more boring times where you should run out and go for a pee.
1: Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's a great app. Good thinking. It's really Kirsten. smart. Kirsten. Well, I think,
0: yeah, diaper. That
1: would work out pretty Empty well. Empty cup. People would love that. Yeah. Big news today the big announcement for Lake Town Shakedown over in uh, Lake Cowich in BC. Uh, Snoop Dogg is going to be playing. <laughs> Incubus. <sighs> Sublime with Rome. <gasps> Smash Mouth. Mm. Black Pistol Fire. Sweet. Yeah. Five Alarm Fart Funk.
0: You said Five Alarm f- <laughs> Fart, so I think you should send them an apology <laughs> for that.
1: Jesse Roper. It uh, just goes on. Grandson. The Boom Booms. Ben Sinister. Elvis Freshley. Yeah, this looks awesome. I'm so excited for this festival. I've never been so excited to go see Smash Mouth before. <laughs>
0: I'm really excited to see what crowd Smash Mouth brings out and what is going to be the vibe. Are we Mm -hmm. all just going to be laughing and having a great old time full of that, like, ironic nostalgia?
1: Yeah, but I still have, like, a sweet spot
0: for Smash Mouth. It's not even... Prove it. Play a Smash Mouth song on the radio. Play it right now. Well, I... Get it up. Bring it. Prove it if you love them so much.
1: Do we even have Smash Mouth?
0: I think (laughs) we might, actually, yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, Walking on the Sun. Great Sweet. song. Put it on after. I will. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, I'm excited because I love that venue so much. Mm-hmm. And really, that's what I want. Please throw me a three-day party out in the like semi-woods. A bit of a camping trip where there happens yeah. to be a bunch of music going on. Maybe I'll watch some music. Maybe I'll just party at the tent. Maybe I'll meet some new friends. Maybe I'll get into some shenanigans. Yeah. That's what I love. Maybe I'll take a trip down the river and go for a swim. Right. Yeah. You know what there's what I mean? so there's much around going to be so many around people there. around. That that's what that festival is going to be so much fun. I will absolutely 100% be there. Yeah, me too. And so- there's, there's not any other festivals. Rock of the Woods, Tall Tree, all the ones that are like that, close by, camping, good time festivals, they've all evaporated. This yeah. is our shot here, team. This yeah. is what we get.
1: We got to get behind this. So it's Friday, June 28th until the 30th, and uh, you can win, beat the box office, full weekend VIP passes with camping in the morning zone.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm. That's awesome.
1: Starting off the show with a snake alert. (laughs) There is a snake in Saanich. There is? Yep. It's a big snake. It's a yellow snake. They're thinking it's an albino <laughs> Burmese python that's oh just God. slithering around Saanich. So it was spotted in the 3200 block of Linwood Avenue. It was reported to police March 19th. But it's been spotted since Christmas time, The same what? snake, and they haven't caught it yet. How big is a
0: Burmese python? I, they is it like get a- big. Okay, here's how I want to ask you this, really. Okay. This thing has been slithering around on its own. Yeah. From sandwich since Christmas time, yeah, has it been eating mice? Probably, or rats?
1: Maybe rats. Those are pretty big.
0: Or house cats? No, I or don't think it could. Medium-sized dogs? No. Or big dogs? No. Or people?
1: No. <laughs> okay, we're getting people frightened. I don't think there's anything really to be worried about. It was probably like once a pet, and someone like released it. The thing about those types of snakes i know someone who owns that kind of snake and the thing about it is that it lasts 15 to 20 years they have a pretty big lifespan so if you want a pet snake you get it as a baby you're in for 20 years you know so i think it's common that people let them go which you should not do by the way because then they get lost and then we got a snake alert we don't want that So I'm thinking we get Art Aronson to go find the snake.
0: Art Aronson apparently has left the building and we think it might be to go and find the snake. Uh,
1: Get that snake, Art! uh, Yeah. I hope he knows how to wrestle a snake.
0: He said, too, that nobody has reported losing this snake. No one has, no. Oh, boy. (laughs) This is some hot snake talk. It is. And we'll keep an eye and ear out on all the channels and find out where the snake is. But if you're in Sanage, keep an eye out for... A snake! (gasps) Did we just bond over our shared love of Casey Musgraves, a country artist? Wait a minute, Genevieve West. You told me in a past time that you don't like country music. Well, Casey uh, Musgraves is distinctively country. Her husband's name is Rustin.
1: Okay. Have you heard the production of that new album, Golden Hour? Yes. It's incredible. Yes. It's incredible. How could you not like it? I think it's amazing. I think she's up there with like... Shania, you know what I mean? for like country divas right now. Mm -hmm. All right.
0: Mind your own biscuits, Jen, (laughs) and life will be gravy.
1: We got some big news today. Howard the gnome, the largest gnome in the world that used to be on Highway 1. Well, it still is right now, but it, it was in need of a new home as we've been hearing over the last few weeks. It finally has an official new home. So exciting. It's going to be at gaily farms in Saanich. sweet yeah
0: um and guess what joining us on the zone phone right now is the man himself rob gaily and rob let's get straight to the biscuits how did this go down where you found out you're gonna get the gnome
3: you know it's been a long process i i did uh make a post on facebook um applying to get howard and uh the family called me on speakerphone last night about 7 30 and told me that i'm the one and i'm getting the gnome Wow. wow.
1: So there were a lot of people who were in the running to get the gnome, right?
3: Yeah, yeah I heard there's over 100 and uh, right across Canada, USA. So. Wow. But he belongs at Gailey's and that's where he's going to go.
1: <laughs> so why do you think Howard belongs at Gailey? I mean, we agree 100%. This totally. was the right choice. But yeah,
0: what do you think yeah. Clinch did for you and changed their minds or, or, or set them that way too?
3: Well, I hadn't heard from anybody since I made the post. And then yeah. last week. Bridget just showed up at the farm and cold called us, and I went for a walk with her. I think by the time she heard me tell her how I wanted him to come to life, and I want to build no man's land (laughs) and add all these giant mushrooms and um, flying insects, oversized insects, and just make a big theme area for him. We're not exactly where he's going to be at this time. Um, It needs to be in an area. Safety first, always at the farm. Right. Mm. Um, Second of all, I need him in a place where people can get photo ops with him. Yes, right. And third of all, I need him on the railroad because the best thing about the farm is that since we put the train in, people with mobility problems we never leave anyone behind on the train. So they also could get to wherever he is. So, yeah, a lot of facts to consider. But, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be um, a lot of work. He's not in the best of shape.
0: Right. Mm. So, yeah, you might have to do and, a little uh, renovation on him, a little uh, upkeep.
3: I think it's going to be a massive renovation. Wow. Mm. It's like rebuilding a car. we got to get in there under the hood and see exactly <laughs> what's going on on this guy. Yeah, uh, totally. Probably rebuild the frame. I, I think after 20 years, there's probably some rust interior-wise on him.
1: So when all this is done, you're, you're going Gonna have some sort of like celebration right when he's ready to go and yeah. get the public over there
3: absolutely okay, we should have good. a party at Gailey's next october
1: yeah let's do that is We'd that what you're,
0: like, you're aiming for is next october howard is we're, up we're and hoping ready?
3: he'll be ready to go um i do have permission from the family um they want me to keep him green and they do want to put a plaque to honor their grandfather who passed sure you know i said absolutely never a problem mm-hmm. and i said in exchange i want to be able to make him wave And they said no problem, so I can go ahead and animate them now.
0: Oh, (laughs) Robo
1: Howard! (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome.
3: Like everything I do, I you know I like it to move, walk, fly, and talk. So the insects they'll be flying. I'll talk ah. to bumblebees, ladybugs, hummingbirds, dragonflies. Get them all moving.
1: And then one day we'll send them to space or something. I don't
3: know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything's possible. This is
0: so awesome, Robin. This is a, one of those stories that just galvanizes a community. Oh, yeah. And has mm-hmm. made us so Absolutely. excited and that you've done this and you're going to put in all this work and effort to uh, extend the lifespan of Howard and to give him a whole new uh, existence with you is really, really
3: great. Yeah.
0: You must feel that excitement, too. I mean, like like you said, interviews all day, but you must feel it from the whole
3: town. Oh, I do. And I mean, uh, you know, he was built in 98. I started the first core maze in 99. It all matches.
1: Well, thanks for chatting with us, Rob.
3: No worries, guys. You have a great day.
0: There's a story that's going around that's pretty big implications for uh, around here these days. Harbor Air C plans. Is partnering up with an engineering firm out of Washington, and they're trying to develop an electric propulsion system huh. to modify its entire commercial fleet to become the world's first all-electric airline.
1: Whoa! It's
0: kind of cool, right? That is
1: cool. They
0: want to be uh, making them with these Magna five hundred, a seven hundred and fifty horsepower electric motor. Um, so I'm obviously cool, right? Mm-hmm. Super, super cool. The one thing. What is that? Is there's a certain element of safety
1: mm-hmm. I feel
0: when I'm up in a, in a seaplane mm-hmm. or any kind of plane and I hear the loud noise of the jet engine whirring. It's working. It's working. That noise is keeping me aloft in the sky.
1: That's a good point because and when you drive electric vehicles, for example, there's no noise. You don't get the vroom vroom. <laughs>
0: There's no rooms. <laughs> There's no room So if I'm sitting up there and I hear nothing all the way to Vancouver, am I just gonna be there, just clinging to the seat with my fingernails embedded in the seat uh, cushions?
1: Yeah, good point. Maybe they should just like have a recording of an actual like gasoline plane. Like the actual vroom vrooms, just for comfort, you know? (laughs) Or maybe play it over the intercom.
0: So it's like Seth Rogen coming out every five, 10 seconds, just being like, it's fine, the engines are still on. We're still good. We're still, it's fine. (laughs) Everything's working just fine.
1: Now, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I thought this was pretty cool. Um, Game of Thrones, like the team, like the producers and everything, they've decided to hide a whole bunch of, of the sword thrones. What are they called? The thrones of ice
0: or something? I always thought you were going to call it like the sword chair.
1: <laughs> That's sword chair that they got in Uh, that in that show um it's
0: called the iron throne go on
1: sorry well they hid a whole bunch of them around the world and they've been posting little hints so they've been you know everywhere but there was one that was posted and it the hint was we stand on guard for thee oh which is Canada, right? What, so there what was the, the throne. What
0: was the background? Okay, what, so what it, it look like? It
1: was on snow, and then in the background, there's like an icy, what looks like a waterfall. Oh, pretty. Yeah, it was very, very cool. But um, a lot of people are saying that it looks like it's Tumblr Ridge, right? Where's that? Uh, it's in BC, but it's like, let's see how far away. It's a nine and a half drive. Nine and a half hour drive from Calgary. Oh, cool. Tumblr Ridge. Oh. Yeah. On the eastern side of the Rockies. That's gorgeous. There's like these beautiful large icicle formations really? along it. and But it's really hard to get up there. So they're all wondering, you know, how this 600-pound throne got there. Mm. And uh, it's really hard to access at this time of year, apparently, because the ice is all melted.
0: And they're just doing this for promote. Yeah, right. Yeah, and
1: I don't know what you get. If you actually find the throne and like post it on Instagram, I don't know if you get a prize or if it's just like, you did it! (laughs) Yay! Watch our TV show
0: about dragons when it comes out next month. Do you know what the only worthwhile thing that there would be is that you get to keep the throne.
1: Exactly. Well, how do you get it out of
0: there? (laughs) Well, who cares? That's for me to figure it out. (laughs) But I'm going to put a post-it note (laughs) on it with my name and I get to take the throne, sorry, the sword chair home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Paul has something to say.
0: That's right. I'd like to talk about <laughs> capitalism. For Here's a, a quick twenty moment. minutes on capitalism. No, did you read today that to this all parties committee are we actually talking got about capitalism? together? No, it's okay, about okay, well, okay. kind of in okay. a way. Okay, yes, okay. in a way, it does relate to capitalism. Okay. An all party committee got together and we're like, all right, the government, we're gonna have Uber and Lyft. What are you? How are you gonna do about it? Because the government here in British Columbia has been saying. Only so many cars on the road at a time. You got to have a class four license. We're going to put boundaries on where you're allowed to go. All these absolutely mind burfling Mm -hmm. rules and regulations that nobody else in the world that is happily existing with ride hailing apps has. But our government has been like. We're even more safe than these other places. So it's all in the name of safety. It doesn't, a taxi union, never heard of it. This is about safety, right?
1: It gets me thinking, like, why is it that way only in BC? What's going on? What's the difference?
0: So this all party committee got together and they were like, here are our um, suggestions. No, you don't need to have caps on the number of operating vehicles. You don't need to have geographical boundaries or class four passenger licenses Mm -hmm. for these things. But it sounds like they're still going to do them anyways.
1: They're still, they're not taking those recommendations. They're just going to go through with all the rules.
0: This committee went ahead and made all their hot recommendations. Mm
1: -hmm. And we're like, oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. What?
0: (laughs) Oh, those are, oh, they're just deadly dangerous. Oh, well, I mean, every single morning you hear a story about an Uber just driving off the road into a river, right? Or no, no, you never do. You Mm. never do.
1: I don't know if we're, we'll ever get it to be honest. I don't. I not don't even Let's keep see that. It off it? I think and so. Ever. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> What's all this talk about Oak Bay looking over to like ban dogs on Willow's Beach?
0: Well, they're examining options to restrict dogs from the southern portion of the beach.
1: Okay, so not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. In oh, fact, okay.
0: it's a place I've been to Willow's Beach a number of times and mm-hmm. with dogs and I don't think I've ever actually gone to this place. The current bylaw permits dogs on Willows Beach from October 1st Mm -hmm. to April 31st. Okay. If passed, the revised bylaw would only ban dogs from Boker Creek to just behind Glenline Norfolk School.
1: Okay. So that's not like the main part of the beach. I don't think so. Okay.
0: And the reason why is because um, it says here, this is a, 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 a statement released by Oak Bay Council. It says uh, cats rule and dogs drool. <laughs>
1: that's, a, that's a true statement, but no, I'm kidding. Whoa, I'm kidding. Bangerang. I love cats and dogs the same, but it has nothing to do with that.
0: No, it's because they, they want to preserve. Uh, I guess there's a bunch of dirt birds in their natural habitat. But guess what, birds? birds rule and dogs drool. You get the whole sky and trees. So just do that and let the dogs do whatever they want. That's what I have to say about it. Well, they have
1: nesting and everything in that area too. They're calling it like the bird sanctuary (sighs) of Oak Bay where all these, you know, herons and what other, I don't know, all those nice birds, those seabirds, they have all their nests and their family and they do all their things there. And then dogs come around and like, woof, woof, ruin it all. They can have that area, that's
0: fine. Dogs can't help it, they're just too pure. They're so sweet. They're such good doggos and they just want to sniff and <laughs> bite and mm-hmm. dig up. But that's all I want to do too, so. <laughs> ban Paul Plastino's from that area as well. <laughs> I feel you, dogs. Mm-hmm. The story in the tech world right now going on is that uh, Facebook announced just today that it would ban all praise, support, and representation of white nationalism and separatism on both Facebook and Instagram, which it also owns.
1: This is great.
0: Well, yeah, they said that, I mean, obviously it had been longstanding there, a mm-hmm. policy to prohibit hateful treatment of people based on race, mm-hmm. but it hadn't applied the same thing to white nationalism. And that's why you still see things swirling around like that sometimes. And I know I sometimes I see it too. I'm just like. How are they getting away with this?
1: What's the difference, though?
0: Well, exactly. So what they did is they had a bunch of conversations with members of civil societies, academics, and experts in race relations around the world. And they just came to the conclusion that white nationalism and separatism cannot be meaningfully separated from white supremacy and organized hate groups.
1: Oh, wow. And what's interesting about this, too, is that if you try and post anything um, like that's surrounded by, you know, white nationalism, separatism or anything around, you know, white supremacy, Uh uh, a pop up comes up and it'll redirect you to a website called Life After Hate, which is a nonprofit. Uh, It was founded by ex-white supremacists that are dedicated to getting people to leave hate groups and focus on compassion, which is pretty incredible.
0: That's really good.
1: Yeah, if you want to uh, learn more about uh, Life After Hate, you can go to lifeafterhate.org.
0: Or once this policy goes into effect, you can just search some uh, dicey things on Facebook.
1: (laughs) One of the greatest mysteries on the island is Sasquatch Day, which was apparently yesterday. So for the the past 15 years, an increasing amount of people on the Mid-Island have discovered cans of fruit salad on their doorstep with a little note is all spelled incorrectly and it's apparently (laughs) delivered by a Sasquatch Mm. and people have been trying to figure out who this Sasquatch is who is just leaving fruit salad cans on doorsteps on March 26th every year for the past 15 years.
0: That is so phenomenal.
1: Isn't that a beautiful mystery? Isn't
0: it an overnight thing like a similar to a Santa Claus situation? Yeah, you wake up and Uh on your
1: doorstep there's a a couple of fruit cans
0: and some crayon. And... It is a, uh, a a can of fruit salad, like store bought fruit salad. Yeah, a this can isn't a Sasquatch who has like foraged berries and no, the no. fruits from I the wouldn't woods.
1: Eat that, if you that, wouldn't, if that just landed on my doorstep. But if it's in a can, oh,
0: you bet I would. And what is the connection, I wonder, between a fruit salad
1: and a Sasquatch?
0: And a Sasquatch?
1: I don't know. Any zoners receive a Sasquatch gift yesterday?
0: You say it's Mid Island area.
1: Mid Island, but some, you know, a little farther down, mainly in Nanaimo, though.
0: I have a petition that this comes down all the way up and down there. I
1: want this to catch on worldwide. Yeah. Let's I set want- a
0: reminder in our phones for next March the 26th that the yeah. spirit of this amazing holiday comes to Victoria and I spreads really far I hope so wide. too.
1: Yeah, I hope there's like a whole Sasquatch family that can spread the love of fruit salad on, on that day.
0: Do so you want hear an impression of a Sasquatch?
1: Uh, no. Oh, you're doing it anyway pretty good thank you for that you're welcome some ideas are now kind of flying around about the new shiny sewage treatment plant that we're supposed to get over in esquimalt Mm -hmm. at uh, mclaughlin point
0: Mm -hmm, that's right so they're getting 17 million dollars in amenities as like a thank you for taking the poo poo plant the house the poo poo built.
1: I was wondering because there's a lot of like really cool things that are coming with this sewage plant, and I was like, why does that have to be involved with the sewage plant? And it's right. kind of like a, okay, you have to <laughs> deal with the sewage plant, so we're gonna put some pretty things on it as well, kind so of. you can kind of enjoy it as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, kind of, yeah, and just to build up that park as well. If we're gonna yeah. rip it all up and put a plant there. We might as well beautify the point around it as well. So that's what we're doing. Seventeen million dollars, seven million for waterfront park improvements. $5 million for improving recreational facilities and public spaces. $5 million for emergency services and public safety. So what they're thinking what that might look like is waterfront boardwalks. Mm, love that. An artificial turf field mm. at Bullen Park. And the return of a Japanese teahouse. Did you know the story about the teahouse there before? Yeah,
1: wild story. So it was, uh, there was a, a teahouse there in mm-hmm. 1907, but it was actually destroyed by people with anti-Japanese sentiments in the Second World War. Yeah. And then it was never rebuilt, but it included a dance hall, a dining room, games area, and a merry-go-round. It was really just like this beautiful little teahouse for the community. Um, so they're thinking about rebuilding that. I hope they keep the merry-go-round idea, too. That would be sweet. Yeah,
0: build that up. That's really yeah, nice. I love that. They're also thinking about putting an enclosed dog park. Mm. Now, I think part of the thing that always gets thought about when you're talking about a wastewater treatment plant oh, is it's, it's going to be a bit smelly, and I think we want to, you know, take down the smell. smelliness. <laughs>
1: Maybe a nice garden instead. And an,
0: <laughs> an enclosed dog park, that's just going to trap in... The dog smell. Oh, I don't know so. if the last time you got real in close with a the dog there, Jen, but God bless them. I love doggos. <laughs> you know I do, but what? they smell. Now, when I say that Esquimalt is thinking about an enclosed dog park, I yeah. was thinking like literally it was a dome. Like it was like, Why would there that was a be roof. Well, because you want to walk your dog and let him run around off leash. It, you just But put it up was a fence. raining. Yeah. Well, that's what Zoner Daryl texted and said. <laughs> it just means it's fenced. Doesn't it? Yeah. That makes a lot more sense, actually.
1: You thought it was like a little room or something that you'd put your dog in?
0: You ever been to one of those towns and they got one of those big um, soccer fields with the big white dome over top yeah. of it? I kind of thought it was that.
1: For dogs?
0: To let your dogs run around on a rainy day.
1: I'm baffled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh,
1: when the dogs can't handle the rain? That
0: would really... The idea
1: to take your dog outside is to take it outside, not to take it into a room.
0: No! You could just let it run around in a big open field like that that just happened to be underneath a dome because it's just they wanted to stretch their legs and run around and play with other dogs. But that dome, I was saying, would really seal in the stink. But yes, it does make more sense that it wouldn't have a dome. It would just be a fenced area. Yeah. Right. How much would a dome even cost? <laughs> it's true. It's true. That is so true. Wow. Dumb. <laughs> I'm a dumb man. I'm a dumb one. What's up? So lit, my fam, my dudes. <laughs> don't low key. call me yeet. So low-key. Yeet. Oh, what does that mean? I don't even know. might be a swear. Oh,
1: yeet? Yeah. I don't know. But I think it's, you do a dab with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you have to do when do, you say yeet.
0: Do you know what my favorite thing is when people <laughs> dab when they cough? You ever seen that? Oh,
1: yes. I tried that once. How'd it go? Didn't feel good.
0: Knocked over a Would priceless Ming vase in your house. Yeah. BC Corner Service has launched an interactive map of unidentified human remains.
1: That's it. Kids, why don't you go
0: play outside? What are you messing with on the computer? Oh, just the unidentified human remains interactive map, Dad. again, you kids could spend all day on that unidentified human remains interactive (laughs) map.
1: Yeah. So I guess the idea behind this is that they want to, like, generate new leads exactly. from some of these unsolved cases. And <laughs> some of right. them go back to the
0: 50s. That's right. It sounds super duper morbid, but it does have a, a service.
1: Yeah. So they're hoping to, like, if you know anything about these cases, to kind of come forward, even if it was, you know, in the 80s or, or whatever. But I think this is, like, a an interesting time to do it because hmm. these this sort of like subject matter is very popular right now true crime crime, um just like podcasts and videos and things like that and i think everyone thinks that they're an expert (laughs) at this point so a sleuth yeah everyone might be getting involved with this
0: that's interesting that's yeah i wonder if that is playing into it for sure uh the service the corner service says that there are just under 200 unsolved and active cases Involving just unidentified human remains in B.C. alone.
1: Just in B.C., eh? Yeah. Yeah, looking at this map, it is, yeah, it's everywhere. They're everywhere. Ah,
0: You know, between DNA services solving who the Golden State Killer is or Jack the Ripper or all these stories where new technology is coming out. Mm -hmm. and, And totally, you're right. This, like, fascination with true crime and people wanting to do their own sleuthing.
1: Maybe something will happen.
0: Maybe an unidentified human remains ah. interactive map. Yeah, I could solve a few cases. Interesting.
1: Ah, oh, there's supposed to be a new brew pub opening up downtown on Harold Street. Uh, they're calling that area the brewery district now. It's like the area with like the Drake Eatery. And then there's the swans there, right? And uh, what is there? Fiamo's there as well. So it's kind of becoming this like hub for, I guess, like a... a late night sort of lounging and eating area which mm-hmm. is kind of cool um they have a name for it as well they have a logo already it's called herald street brew works uh but it hasn't got its licensing and it hasn't you know gone through the whole like zoning um process which i've heard can be really really difficult especially in victoria
2: mm.
1: yeah Um, they're saying that they need a lounge endorsement, which I'm not entirely sure what that means. But if it does open, it will be open from 9
0: a.m. until 2 a.m., which would be uh,
1: nice, I think. There's not many places in Victoria that are open until 2 a.m.
0: And that's when I want to be out until at very least. Yeah, and 9
1: a.m. makes me think that maybe there's some breakfast. Oh. Some brunch happening.
0: Mm. What I can tell you is that... um, They're working alongside Steele and Oak Brewing, who are from New West. Oh, yeah. And um, I know one of the guys who started that place. Oh, cool. And I was over there in New Westminster, and they've got, like, a great atmosphere in that place. It's, like, Mm -hmm. it's weird. It's, like, under, like, a pedestrian walkway and a bridge and all that. It's in a kind of a weird place in New Westminster, but they've done such a good job in kind of ingraining themselves as part of that community. And... The vibe in there is, like, so what you want in terms of a brew pub. Mm -hmm. So that partnership, for sure, sounds really, really good. Yeah. Sounds like it's going to be another one of these, like, really great, um, you know, not highfalutin, but nice elevated places to get yourself a really good craft beer. The other thing about Steel & Oak, the beer is lovely. Great beer, yeah.
1: Making waves on Twitter today is the BC legislature because a group of women are protesting because I guess some of the staffers at the BC legislature Mm -hmm. were asked to cover up because they were showing their arms. So now everyone's kind of coming together and showing their arms in photos and saying, we are still professional even though we show arms in BC legislature. I just think this is all around ridiculous that this happened.
0: It's completely ridiculous, especially when you look at the rules of actually like how you're supposed to dress in the parliament and all yeah. that it's just like you're just supposed to wear it doesn't say anything about like sleeveless or whatever hmm. but professional contemporary clothing yeah and other than that why would anyone what? have any opinion about about an, arm. Anyone? about an arm too you know what i mean
1: yeah like what is that really doing don't you have more important things to focus on than a woman showing her arm in 2018 or 2019. You know, what are we What are we doing here? Um, Carol James had this to say. I think we all know this is a
2: professional environment and people dress for business uh, clothing in the
1: workplace. And I think it's ridiculous that we have uh, people policing that. I think people are adults in this place. They understand it's a professional environment and they dress accordingly.
0: Yeah. Completely. Mm-hmm. That's
1: it. Who is it that's policing this? Who is the one who gets to be like, you need to cover up. You should wear this instead. I How know. about have you tried pants?
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, you know? I know Whose I know. job is that? I know. Uh, one day maybe Jen will get to like the futuristic the like sci fi thing <laughs> where everyone just wears the same gray, shimmery jumpsuit. Oh no. Men, oh wait, women, actually I could be into that. Right? Just the same you that whenever anyone comes from space in the future and like old movies, everyone's just wearing the same like semi translucent jumpsuit that's gray and it's like totally genderless and featureless. <laughs> I hope to get there one day. But we're not there yet. So let just everyone just wear whatever they want as long as they're profesh. Mhm.
3: Thanks for joining the PJ party.
1: Hi, Podcast Pal. I'm The Zone's resident geek, Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ
2: Brian
0: Boitano. I'm newshound Art Aronson. I'm fangirl Kirsten James. And I'm loud boy, Paul Blasino.
1: Collectively, we are nuts about the wide, swirling world of geek culture, and we talk technology, comic books, movies,
0: TV shows. Then I say
1: something. And, of course, we bring it to you from that uniquely Zone perspective. Fact
0: i give it a solid six. Fuck!
1: Nice. The Zone's Geek Out podcast. Listen through the zone.fm slash podcast or wherever fine podcasts are sold.